Are you ready to spark your creativity? Welcome to the Kindling Project Podcast. Here we come together to share, inspire, and grow, giving us insight into the people and processes that helped our guests bring their Kindling Projects to fruition. I'm Melissa, joined by Firestarters Amy and Mick, and together we want to ignite your inner spark and help bring your passion project to life. Here and over in our private Facebook group, The Kindling Project Ignite, we're all about creating a space to empower and support women with any and all of their individual aspirations. We're so glad you joined us. Let's jump in and stoke the fire. All right, everybody. Welcome back. Welcome back, Monica and Leanna. It's so nice to have you both here again. Everybody doing okay? I'm salivating at the information intel Leanna sharing with us. So I'm really excited for part two of our conversation. We're going to continue our conversation with Mrs. Leanna Hunt. She's been sharing with us the work that she does with teenagers, with women, with other clients. And just as a reminder, Leanna is a certified life coach, performance coach. She's also certified in various types of EFT tapping. She is a certified NLP timeline therapy techniques practitioner and a quantum human design and alignment specialist. And you are also in grad school getting your master's in clinical mental health. That is really great that you're doing that. When are you hoping to have that done by? Next year, 2024. Don't you find that when you're in a master's program, even though it's a lot of work, you have four kids, you have a husband, you have lots of responsibilities, you have a job, but don't you find that it it's a little bit smoother because you're so passionate about the subject topics? Absolutely. And I feel like I'm I structure my time better when I know, okay, I have to get this done. I'm working on this research. It's been amazing. And I couldn't do it without a supportive husband. A little plug for David. (laughs) That's so nice. How long have you been married? 23 years. I got married when I was 20. Don't tell my kids. Such a baby. Do you advise your daughters to do the same? There, I mean, you have a 20-year-old. I have a 20-year-old, yes. I think what I know now, what I'm teaching my daughters is as they learn to trust themselves, their inner authority, have a really good relationship with their higher power, have goals set that are aligned to their energy, what they want to do in the future. If they came to me and said, this is what the plan is, and I knew that they were doing everything else, it'd be really hard for me to say no. Oh, absolutely. I think that's a really good answer. We can actually transition right into human design. What the heck is it? Human design. I feel like it's kind of just been all around lately. I think maybe during COVID, people were looking for more tools. You know, a lot of people became really passionate during COVID about the Enneagram. So maybe some of your listeners are already really aware of their Enneagram. And and if we look at Enneagram, that to me is still more considered personality type testing. Human design is based on your birth information. So it's based on your birth date, the location, and when we look at the energy of the planets, um, when you came into the world, basically affects the energy that you carry now. So it's a combination of the Chinese I Ching system, which is a very ancient system, the Judea Kabbalah system, the Hindu chakra system, and uh, some principles from astrology. Those systems were created at different parts of the world, and they all integrate kind of like a puzzle. It's fascinating. And that is what creates human design. So when I look at a client's chart now, within the first five minutes, I can usually see based on what they told me why they're here and what they're struggling with, we can usually see possibly where the disconnect is coming from based on if you've been using your unique energy appropriately or not. 
if you're listening and you're like, I'm not like the rest of the world or you're not doing things how other people do them or you haven't given yourself permission to do business or life or a relationship in a unique way, maybe this is going to give you that invitation and that permission. Karen Curry Parker, who's my teacher for quantum human design. She created this analogy of every type. If it was your role in a movie, this is really fun and this will help explain human design. This is what it is. So 70% of the world were the crew members for the movie. We are the workers. We are the ones with sustainable life force energy. We're the ones that we respond to things outside of us. Like, Leanna, do you want to be on this podcast with Monica? And I can actually use my gut center. It's my sacral center. And I can be like, "Uh uh-huh. It feels really good. So we are more connected to our gut, that life force energy. 9% of the world are manifestors. We are like the producer, let's say producer of the movie who says, I'm going to produce this movie and put the idea out there. That's only 9% of the population. And the projectors are about 20% of the population. They are the directors. They get invited and to say yes to the invitations that truly feel aligned with them. And then there's 1% of the world that are our beautiful reflectors. They are the audience. They get to reflect back the state of the world. Those of you that are struggling, and we can see oftentimes too, we can see burnout here. This is the number one place I look for burnout is in your human design chart because we're raising our kids to just go and do it, to embody the Nike symbol. But as we look at energy, that is not what a lot of the world, how we operate. I got into this. I don't know how I learned about this months ago and I was playing around and I got so excited about it. I thought it was so fun to do my shard. I mean, I don't have the knowledge that you have, Leanna, but I did send you mine. I want to tell the listeners this part. I don't know what Leanna's about to say. But I can tell you that the only connection I've had with Leanna is I, she posted something that I read on bullying and parenting's really going off tracks with kids and sports. And her article really got me going. So I reached out to her and that's how we know each other. So we're not personal friends per se. We're just now getting to know each other. So she really doesn't know my personality at all. Okay. So go. <laughs> so Monica, you are a generator type. So you do have that sacral center. There's two types of generators. There's emotional generators which I am, and you are a pure generator, which means you can trust your gut in the moment. The gut motor is right here, like in our sacral center, like if you were to put your hand like below your belly button. So we actually answer this motor is a uh uh-huh, uh-uh. So can I try this with you? Your All your job is to answer is uh uh-huh, uh-uh. This helps us take us out of our head center and allows us to actually answer with our sacral center, our gut center in our design. Okay. Okay. Is your name Monica? Uh-huh. Are you sitting down? Uh-huh. Do you have blonde hair? Uh-uh. Do you love yourself? Uh-huh. Was that hard to answer? Was that easy? Easy. Do you struggle with self-confidence? Uh-uh. Are you in alignment with yourself? Uh-huh. See how easy that was? If we sense a pause, then we know that we're not actually answering from our gut. We're trying to answer from our mind. And our mind is a pressure center. So if we're getting caught up here trying to solve ideas in our mind, if you guys are struggling with like anxiety about thoughts, a lot oftentimes that actually is because we're trying to make things happen in our mind and that is not actually where we make things happen. If you're trying to make a decision, Monica, you just check in with yourself, this uh uh-huh, uh-uh, before you go, like you can go to the fridge when we're done and open the fridge and be like, do I want blueberries? Uh Am I even hungry? Uh Uh-uh. Like maybe grab some blueberries and you can close the fridge and you can try it with anything. So that's your job for the next 30 days and report back. Okay. (laughs) 
<laughs> okay. Wow. I love that. And so the point is, if I do this, I'm going with my energy and I'm in flow. So Leanna, is this something that you now do with everyone who's close to you? Because it gives you a lot of in- incredible intel. And it's funny because Amy and I were talking on break with her license as a social worker and me going back to grad school. The first book I ever read on human design was written by a therapist, which is so cool. That was my first exposure to human design. And I'll just tell you so you can see how energy works. Somebody said, Leanna, you should read this book. I didn't get the idea. Someone said, Leanna, you should read this book. So I said, oh, uh uh-huh, because I'm a generator. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah, that looks great. I read the book. The foreword by the book was written by Karen Curry Parker, who is now my teacher in quantum human design. So that led me to meet Karen again, happening outside of me. I read it in the book. This program showed back up to me, showed up to me and then all tied back into me applying for grad school. That's like a perfect example of how the natural flow of energy works. I didn't force any of that. There's no forcing energy in anybody's chart. And I'll say that a million times over. There is no forcing energy. So do you ever catch yourself knowing so well yourself now, being really in tune with your own human design? Do you still have moments of, no wonder that was terrible. I was, for, you know, looking back, are you, do you still catch yourself going against the flow? A, li- a little bit. And then again, I can bring that back to be like, okay, my sleep is off or my nutrition hasn't been as good or I'm lacking in a morning routine or maybe I haven't said my prayers or done tapping or meditated. So usually we can look back at all the things that we're using to support ourselves. And that is where we can oftentimes become out of alignment. I refer that to as our roots, our emotional, physical, and spiritual roots. And if those are not being cultivated, tended to, the alignment is like just all in the wind. One of the things that's tough though, I think for, especially for women, is that women aren't really taught to listen to that. I'm going to call it that instinct, that flow going with it, because I've done that, especially in my younger self. Oh yeah, that sounds like a great idea. And then the day comes and I'm like, why, why would I even agree to this? I believe that people know that is in there if they have like slivers of awareness but it's a matter of actually listening to it and following through with it too. That takes practice. And that's where the tapping, I'm finishing this next week, like the highest level of EFT that actually connects in with how to use that with human design. So when we look at your design, how can we actually heal the lovability, the issues with self-trust, with self-worth, with vitality, with courage, with empowerment? these beautiful concepts that we hold inside. And if we can work on that, that's why I use tapping once I look at a chart, because that helps us get back to our owning our energy. And when I show people their chart, probably the most common thing I hear now is, wow, it's like, I feel seen, or this is how I was as a little girl, but at some point it was not safe for me to be myself or based on conditioning with parents or teachers, or it's not just you know, this isn't just our parents didn't do a good job raising us. So that's not what I'm saying. I'm the society, right? We're raising people to be a certain way. And so at some point, usually in our early childhood, it became no longer okay for us to be that intuitive being. And we all have different ways that we access and use our intuition. That is really powerful, right, Amy? I mean, I feel like Leanna should write a parenting book on this. It would just 
eliminates so many arguments and so much going against the grain because we forget that they are individual little human beings that they're not on autopilot. We don't get to just dictate their every move. And so learning that about them, I think it would be incredibly helpful. It would have really helped me with my especially the tough teenage years where they're, you know, you butt heads so much. One of my children is a projector. The rest of us are generators that the needs of a projector child are completely different. That child needs more alone time, needs to be off screens more. Again, is not going to probably have that is nine that to five job, isn't going to do chores the same as my other children, is going to make money differently, experience college differently if he goes to college. And so now that I know that, and he actually responds better with open-ended questions versus the questions I was asking Monica, generators do better with yes, no. So if I didn't know that, which I didn't until just a couple of years ago, if I didn't know that we had, we were having a lot of disconnect with this child and how do we get through to this child? How do we strengthen our relationship? It's just like, we're not connected. And now things are getting so much better. It's like, we have this amazing bond with this child again. And all I had to do was learn to speak the language that child needed. Yeah, but the glitch, though, is getting the parents on board, you know, because the parents, they may or may not have done their own work as well, you know, because the parents, they may or may not have done their own work as well. And so they're taking, that's the generational, you know, they're taking all of their issues or concerns and more than likely putting it on their children wanting their children to go to a certain university, major in something, this, and make this amount of money. So unfortunately, we see that as well. I'm curious, Leanna, your child that is a projector, you said, is that child more empathic? Yeah, but then we'll start to see one child that's very empathic. We've had conversations and we knew this from the time she was little, but now she actually knows the things that she needs to do that help her get rid of that energy that's not hers. So she listens. This isn't forcing. I don't say this is what you have to do. I try to set an example now and I share things with her. She watches my Instagram stories on human design and I can see now when she's taking that time to kind of process and kind of come into herself have some pieces of releasing that energy. And it's really cool to watch your teenager do that. Yeah. Yeah. That is so important. I've learned, you know, like I mentioned, being in the field for so long that it's so important to create boundaries and those, you know, just protection around myself and know that I would have to really put on my oxygen mask after working with different clients and populations and things like that, because it would just, and this was much earlier on in my career, you know, so, but still it's important. I think for anybody, regardless of what we do, we're going to still come into contact with, I call them energy suckers. You know, somebody that just comes into the room and just wants to take all the energy because theirs is like completely gone haywire. So we have to learn how to also manage our energy and not give it away. You know, that I think oftentimes people think that maybe I have to just keep giving my energy away and we don't have to do that. You know, we have choices. And that's really what it sounds like you're doing, Leanna, is teaching, empowering to make their own choices for the people that you're working with. If you're looking at your human design chart or you have a copy of it, or you guys go, you can just get on Google and type in free human design chart. There's a lot of websites. You don't have to pay for a chart. You can pay for a reading, but to get your chart should be free. So don't pay for a chart if 
there's free resources. But when you look at your chart, you're going to see this graph and Monica kind of described it as like playing operation. It does look like the whole body graph is what we call it. And you'll see colored in areas and you'll see open and white areas. And when we're looking at the centers, those are all those squares or diamonds or triangles. Anywhere that is open in that center, you have, you actually pick up that energy of people around you and you not only pick it up, but you amplify it. So that is really where we see a lot of empathic energy. So if I could give you guys one question as parents that you can start practicing with yourself and ask your kids, are you feeling things that are not yours? And the younger the child is, the more likely they are to answer it honestly. Older kids might be like, that's the weirdest question. But as an adult, just sit with it. If you're feeling off and you've been in a group or you watched a weird show on TV, because we can be influenced always. So tell us about EFT a little bit. I mean, we've, you've mentioned it several times. So what exactly is it? So EFT stands for Emotional Freedom Technique. It is a combination of Eastern and Western medicine. So from the Eastern side, it is based on the meridian points. And if some of you, if you've had acupuncture, then you have had little needles put into these points for a specific purpose, right? There's a lot of different reasons why you would go to acupuncture. This is more like acupressure where we're just tapping on specific pressure points that help open the flow of energy. We have these energetic highways that run through our body according to Chinese medicine. And so by tapping on these points, we're opening up the like emotional currents to be able to run more freely through your body. And so that's combined with principles in psychology as well. Is it a daily practice? Whenever you want. Yes, but I would say at least daily. And the main thing when we are tapping, the words that we're saying is based on psychology terms like exposure technique, where we're actually allowing ourselves to be okay, saying, even though I'm feeling this negative emotion, whatever it is, or even though I'm feeling anxious right now, I love myself and I'm safe. That would just be a version of what we would say. So we're acknowledging that it's okay to feel what we feel, but we're also going to be okay and that we love ourselves anyway. So that combination with the tapping allows this beautiful process of release to happen inside our body where we can be calm and we can see change in as little as 60 seconds. So can we try a little one here, a mini one? I'll show you guys the points. If you're driving, wait till you stop driving or pull over. That's my only thing. So the main point is on the side of your hand. This is actually just acknowledging it's kind of, this is connected to the small intestines meridian. So if we think about the small intestines in our body, our small intestines separates what our body's using as nourishment from waste. So this is actually helping us just kind of separate our thoughts right here and to just focus for a minute. So we just tap really lightly. There's no right or wrong, just not too fast and not too hard. What are you feeling? Have we got anything negative coming up right now, Amy or Monica? Deadlines, a lot of deadlines. So let's go stress. Even though I'm stressed with these deadlines, I deeply and completely love and accept myself. And then we just say that three times. So even though I'm feeling stressed about these deadlines, I deeply and completely love and accept myself anyways. Even though I'm stressed with these deadlines, stress about these deadlines, I deeply and completely love myself. I deeply and completely love myself anyways. Even, even though, though I am stressed, stressed about these deadlines. We love myself anyway. Sometimes because this is a wider spot, I like to use three fingers under the nose and then under the lips Then find your collarbones. And then right below your collarbones is like that fleshy spot. And it might even be sore in there. 
just tap there the stress with these deadlines. And then right at the bottom of your bra strap, just turn your hands sideways and there might even be a sore spot. There's a meridian point we wanna hit right there, the stress with these deadlines. And then the top of your head, the stress with these deadlines. Grab a big drink of water, get a drink, and then just sit with it and see on a scale of one to 10. Oh, I should have asked you first on a scale of one to 10, what shifted? Yeah. It's weird. I feel like coolness. It's just to feel, I feel calmer. Like it's okay. It's okay. It's gonna be okay. Once we feel the shift, we can do as many rounds of that until we feel our energy changing. Then we just say, even though I felt this stress in the past, I'm choosing to feel, what is it that you want to feel now? No pressure. What's the opposite of no pressure? Let's turn that around into the form of the positive. Just flow, ease. I'm choosing to flow. I'm choosing to feel flow and be in the flow. And so that's what we would say three times on that. I love myself deeply and completely. And then we would just say, I'm choosing to be in the flow. 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 I think what I like about this the most is once you learn it and use the right language with it and marry it together, it's something that we can apply. I can do it to your point anywhere. That's why you do it when you go on your walks, huh, Leanna? You just tap away. I tap and walk and that can kind of connect into some aspects of my human design. I, I now I know why that's a conversation for another time, but with the ways my ideas flow is when I'm walking. And so sometimes I have to tap to calm because I get so many ideas and downloads. I have to calm myself why I'm walking. <laughs> it's really awesome for your readers. I have a tapping points PDF and a basic tapping EFT tapping script for everybody. Obviously you have some really unique skill set and we're so excited that you shared them. So thank you. But I'm curious if you were to name that you have a kindling project because I know you're like us. So with that knowledge, then what would you say you are working on as a kindling project right now? It's just creating awareness and hope that we do not have to stay stuck. And even if we have tried a certain modality in the past, or we've tried therapy, and so many people say, well, it didn't work, that there still is ways and tools for you to become your best self, no matter what has happened in your past, and to help them feel like that they can make decisions and give themselves permission to make decisions that are aligned with them. What would you suggest then my first suggestion would be to practice tapping on your own. And like I said, we'll provide resources here. There's plenty of YouTube videos and things that are not done by me. But again, when you're learning to tap, when you can feel confident using your own language, it will always be better than somebody else's script. So I would say that you guys are welcome to follow me on social media. Like Monica said, I post a lot of videos of tapping and I'm talking more and more about human design. And in the future, there'll be some group programs that are coming up and hopefully a membership site. You can schedule a free call for my Instagram, Aligning with Leanna, and where we can just kind of talk about what your goals are. And I would love to do that. And if any of you pull your human design chart or mention my name in this podcast, like in your social media stories and saying, I learned about EFT or human design, I will send you a few voice messages personally, sharing some things that I see in your chart or something that you could tap on. So if you tag me and the Kindling Project there, so it has to be in your stories. That's the easiest way for me to see it. That's really great. Okay. So we wrap it up and I think you already answered this, but we'll remind our listeners. What would you tell your young self? knowing what you know now. I would just tell her that you are enough and it's not in what you do that makes you better and makes you great. It's by just recognizing that you are already great. That's beautiful. I love that. Thank you.
Thank you. Amy, any last words or do you want to do a shout out, Ames? I'm going to give a shout out to Leanna, really, because Leanna, you have really inspired me and I just am so honored to have met you and the people of Utah and the people around social media are incredibly blessed to come into contact with you. And I do believe you have a gift and a message and keep on trucking, little mama. Just keep going. You got places to go. We'll be cheering for you. Yeah. I mean, Leanna, I feel like you're just going to be doing some massive things in this world. And that you're going from a place of service and really caring for people and healing is a beautiful thing. So we're here for you and we support you and whatever we can do to help you in your journey, know you can count on us. So thank you for your time. Thank you so much and for letting me kind of share a little bit about my story. And I hope this podcast brings hope and the hope of all possibilities for all of you that are listening because you are all worthy and deserving of everything that you want in your life. Beautiful. Thank you. We hope you enjoyed today's episode. You can ignite our fire by sharing this episode, giving us a rating, and subscribing for more. We also invite you to join our community of fire starters, the Kindling Project Ignite Facebook group. Bring your ideas, goals, and questions to the group. Remember, no matter where you are in the process of your kindling project, there is a place for you among the rest of the women. Also, feel free to let us know what topics you'd like to see covered in future episodes. Get in touch in the comments or on our social media networks. Now get out there and light it up. See you next week for a new episode.